You know what that sound means. We have breaking news. Again, not breaking. It's been all day since we heard this, but I promised if the Penguins made a hiring, whatever that may be, I would record and I would post an episode. And this is that. Thursday, June 1st, around 10.30, I think, 10, 10.30 a.m., the Pittsburgh Penguins announced that they were hiring Kyle Dubas to be their president of hockey operations to no one's surprise, right? There were conflicting reports all week that it was close to being done. Uh, Then there was other conflicting reports saying it wasn't close to be done at all. But finally this morning, uh, Fenway Sports Group and Kyle Dubas pull the trigger and come up with a agreement that both parties like. And at the moment, Kyle Dubas is now the active president of hockey operations for the Pittsburgh Penguins, as well as the interim general manager. He had his introductory press conference this afternoon, where a lot was divulged and a lot of good stuff, a lot of things that Penguin fans should be happy about that he said. We're going to go through a lot of it, but first things first, my opinion, because that's what you're here for, right? It's good. It's very good. I am more confident and hopeful for the future of Penguins hockey today than I was yesterday, and obviously a lot more happy than I was when Ron Hextall and Brian Burke were still at the table. Um, it seems as though he's going to bring in his own general manager. I don't think that person's going to have the power that you think they are. I still think that they're obviously going to do get a general manager salary, and they're still going to have some decision-making you know, prowess, but Kyle Dubas is going to be the head of this operation for a long time, in my opinion. He gave in his uh, press conference, which I guess we'll just get into now, the, the biggest thing that I found from it was his plan. It's been widely reported that Ron Hextall, when asked in front of the Fenway Sports Group uh, board of directors or whoever, that he was asked to present his plan, he said it was all in his head. Kyle Dubas, 15 minutes into the job, was already telling the media and the fans what his plan was for the team moving forward. And he described it as a, quote, two-pronged approach in which he wants to compete with the core that we have now in place. Not we, the Penguins. I'm not a part of the team anymore. Um, <laughs> with the uh, ping, with, with competing now, as well as comp- completing a sort of you know youth movement so that whenever those guys retire in the core, he's talking about Crosby, Malkin, Latang, obviously, they can kind of hit the ground running and stay competitive and transition to the next age of Penguins hockey as soon as possible. <sighs> I've heard that one before. I have. That was what Ron Hextall tried to do. And it's a tough job trying to plan for the future as well as keep the team that you have now competitive very difficult. I don't envy Kyle Dubas, but I do trust his decision-making process a whole lot more than I did with Ron Hextall and Brian Burke. There have been some reports on who Kyle will bring in as GM. It was reported, I think it was Pierre Lebrun, that 
Steve Greeley and Matthew Darsh were both uh, informed sometime earlier today that they were not in the running anymore. So I guess those were all candidates up until today. But I, I think this whole GM search that they're going to have now isn't going to be the GM search that they just went through because they're, you know, they're obviously they're calling and telling these people they don't have the job. But I think they're letting Dubis make this decision. I think this Dubis is going to pick his guy. And if you listen to the Jeff Merrick show on Sportsnet and uh, Sportsnet Radio Network, he had a theory that it's almost he thinks it's very certain that Jason Spezza is going to join the Penguins front office now that he, um, now that Coop, now that Kyle Dubis is here, and if you remember back till two weeks ago, whenever Kyle Dubas was let go from the Toronto Maple Leafs, Jason Spezza resigned later that day. So it's very obvious that he wanted to, uh, he was more loyal to Kyle than he was to the organization. So there's something there. I don't think Jason Spezza is going to get the general manager job right away because he's only been in a front office for one year. So I don't, I wouldn't assume that that's going to be a thing, but Kyle Dubas loves his guys. We've learned from his time in Toronto. He very much has his guys. It's He brought in a ton of guys to the Maple Leafs organization from the uh, Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds organization, which was his prior organization in the uh, OHL, the Ontario Hockey League. So don't be surprised if Kyle Dubas brings some of his Maple Leafs guys. Another name that we brought up that follows that is Brandon Pridham, who was the assistant general manager for a lot of the years that Kyle Dubas was the GM in Toronto. He is known as a cap whiz. He was very much the um, guy who helped keep them under the cap. And he also worked for the league for some time and helped uh, establish the new CBA. So he's a very smart guy, very well informed and in the know with what goes on um, around the league and, you know, the loopholes and whatnot. So maybe Dubas brings him in as the GM. One thing Dubas did mention in his press conference in, re- in regards to the new GM is he wants to bring someone on that has a uh, skill that he he lacks. So if Dubas is known as, you know, the young guy, not a ton of experience, um, you know, more like analytically inclined, Maybe he looks to a former player, possibly someone who's been around uh, longer, like an older player who's had some experience in front office more so than Jason Spezza. Maybe like a Scott Mellenby who was brought up a lot for the GM job. I'm just spitballing here. I don't know if that's the case, but it's we got a lot of things. The a lot was told in this press conference, and honestly. The general consensus is, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, is was very positive. Everyone from Penguins media to Penguin fans online, on Twitter, Reddit, all, all over, everyone seems to be pretty happy about this decision. Um, let's want to see some more things that were uh, mentioned. Um, I'm, I, I'm using, I'm, I don't have the uh, press conference playing in my ear right now. I did watch it a few times and listen to it, but I don't have it all. But some of the notes that were compiled um, on the Pennsburg blog of the uh, Kyle Dubas introductory to Pittsburgh uh, article, I'm using that as a reference, so shout out to them. Uh, Dubas mentioned conversations with Mike Sullivan and Sidney Crosby about where the team's going and where they need to improve. And 
you could kind of tell that from what Dubas was saying there. He kind of mentioned that there, what holes there are on the team. And it was very much, it seemed as though it was coming from the head coach, Mike Sullivan and Sidney Crosby, guys who were, who've been clo- as close as anyone to the team this past season and saw how poor they performed and what areas need improvement the most. And Dubas mentioned specifically looking at the goaltending because obviously Tristan Jari is a pending free agent. He brought up and had a whole answer about Jari specifically, but he brought up goaltending. He brought up um, some top end defense because Dumoulin's going to be out and he was a big minute guy for a long time. He mentioned some lower end defense needs improving and essentially the bottom six are up front really needs retooling as well, he mentioned. So everything that the Penguins and Penguins fans have been complaining about the past year, that's what he was talking about. He pretty much brought up everything there. Um, Dubas praised both and cited working with them as a major reason why he wanted to come to Pittsburgh. He did. Uh, he, he definitely did shout out Crosby and Sullivan. I'm sure those meetings were very productive. And he mentioned that Crosby's will, like willingness and drive to win, to stay competitive, even in his older age, as the career is wrapping up here, you the you know the the sunsets on the horizon there. He mentioned that that's a big reason why he wanted to come too, because it's not, from the sounds of it, Dubis didn't want to just join a team that's free falling here. He wanted to, that's all why a lot of the uh, rumors were for Ottawa because they're on the up, and obviously Pittsburgh here, definitely on the on the end of their uh, their run. But Dubis wants to be a part of it. He wants to help them win now, as well as get ready for that next era of of Penguins hockey after the three of them retire, presumably at the same time I'm expecting, but that's besides the point. Um, I had another thought there. Where was I going with that? Oh, um, Dubas is the interim GM, like I mentioned, until he said through uh, early July, he expects, uh, expects to presume those rules. Because right now there's an issue where, um, because the management contracts go until the end of June, apparently, that he doesn't think they're going to be able to get permission from enough people at this point in the offseason to hire a new GM. So he's going to wait on that. I saw Cam Lawrence's name brought up, who was one of the people's name who's brought up early in the process for GM. He is a, I think, special advisor with the Blue, uh, Blue Jackets, not the Blue Jays, the Blue Jackets. And... He's very analytically inclined, but that doesn't really fit the bill of what Dubas said, which he wants someone that has a skill that he doesn't possess. So I don't know if I believe that report. I think it was Daily Faceoff that had that report. And granted, Daily Faceoff, uh, Faceoff's um, Frank Cervelli also said he thought Dubas wasn't taking this job. So take everything there with a grain of salt. One of the quotes that I think really endeared Dubas to Penguins fans was this one right here. Uh, when asked if he thought the Pens were a stole contender, Dubas said he was ready to bet on Crosby, Malkin, and Chris Letang. Quote, I do think it's a group capable of winning a championship, and he and talked about how in the next few weeks building a supporting cast around them. And that, and he also mentioned later in that quote that a team coached by Mike Sullivan, he, he also isn't going to bet against. Sounds like he's cool to have uh, Sullivan around for a while. It sounds like he really likes Mike Sullivan. Oh, and that's what I wanted to mention. I um, obviously we don't we haven't been given the contract details of what Dubis has or how long his term is or whatnot, but based on the press conference today and what he said and his long term plan, based on how Dubis reacted 
to the you know you know on the end the last week of being the uh, the Maple Leaf general manager, I have a feeling that Kyle Dubas is going to be here for a long time. I think he's going to be here longer than Rutherford was, obviously longer than Hex Don Burke were, maybe longer than Shiro was. I think Kyle Dubas is going to head up this for a long time. He's going to stay, obviously, during the last, I'd say, four years. The next, I think I, I think that's what Crosby, Malkin, and Latang have left, probably, in like four years. I know their contracts are all a little different in term-wise, but if I'm guessing, I'd say four or five years. I think he's going to stay around for that and help try help have five shots at trying to win another Stanley Cup with that core. And I think he's also going to help stay after and help usher in that next core. Obviously, things are subject to change. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen in the next week. Maybe they do end up getting a general manager soon. I have no idea. We didn't know this was coming right away. It felt like this was the longest search in, you know, in history. And we still don't have a GM. All we have is a president, which... He's going to be the guy who makes the decisions still, but, you know, understand what I'm trying to say here. I think Kyle Dubas is going to be in the Penguins organization uh, with a high-ranking role on hockey ops for a very, very long time. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, Another thing that he said was he wants to integrate all departments to see uh, that the data and analytics can help player development, coaching, and front office working without silos, he said, of different areas holding on to their own information or outlooks. That sounds like a roundabout way of saying that there were issues and divisions with the Maple Leafs organization. And that all came out kind of a little bit last week whenever we were talking about Brennan Shanahan and the process that Dubas had to go through in order to get things done in Toronto. But this is kind of even adds to it. It sounds like he's saying in a roundabout way that everyone was so separate in the Maple Leafs organization and everyone held on to their own stuff and nothing was a cohesive unit. And now Dubas has the power to create a front office and you know a, an organization from the ground up that is going to be cohesive and data and analytics for the AHL are going to be shared with the NHL and that's shared with the ECHL. And he's going to, this is going to be his baby. So I don't think Kyle Dubas is going to be leaving anytime soon. Also, he mentioned his uh, family multiple times in this press conference. He's, uh, he has a six and a two-year-old. I think he wants to place roots here in Pittsburgh. He's not going to want to move his kids again. You know, he, he sounds like he's very a very big family man which is awesome. I don't understand why so many people with the, the Toronto fans and media online had issues with that, but uh, and, and Brandon Shanahan, but I, I think that's perfectly fine, and I think it's going to mean that he's here for a very long time. That's my point. Uh, Dubas didn't get into specifics on how he'll overhaul the roster in terms of players, and he was just speaking you know, in, in theory, essentially. And when it came to Tristan Jari, Dubas said that he will he will evaluate him through help with the goalie coach Andy Kioti, uh, I believe is how you pronounce the name, and others in the organization who have been close to Jari for a long time. And he's going to look around basically the market of what goalies are going to be available in the free agency and goalie market and basically make the decision based on that. Uh, if Jari, you know, is the best option, then they'll probably try their best to keep Jari. If not... They might move on. And again, it's not entirely up to uh, Dubas and the Penguins. Excuse me. Tristan Jari might just not want to come back. That's perfectly an option. I know he said he did in locker clean out. People say a lot of things. 
Dubis was reluctant to meet with the Pens so soon after getting fired by Toronto, but uh, his wife Shannon, Shannon Dubis, uh, pushed him toward making uh, the meeting with the Penguins. And then um, he said that was because uh, she mentioned that his family, the family was going to have to move somewhere anyways. They, were, they weren't going to stay in Toronto. They were planning on leaving regardless. And he became very comfortable with the Penguins organization and the people that he met there. And he, quote, decided to jump in with both feet. So he's very dedicated to this. It seems like he's very happy about the role he's been given. He obviously wasn't happy with the position that he was in reporting to Brandon Shanahan. Now he has the same job as Brandon Shanahan. Now Brandon Shanahan has to, uh, has, you know, is their equals now. And Kyle Dubas is, gets to have the organ, an organization his way. He's, like I said, he's going to build it from the ground up. And I'm sure he's over the moon about this opportunity. Um, trying to see if there's anything else I missed. Um, the one thing that was kind of odd was, I think it was Tom Warner, the, the, the uh, chairman uh, of Fenway Sports Group, who was at the presser. He, I believe it was him who called Dubas Dubas. No, I mean, you know, you can pronounce things wrong and everything, but whenever you're committing to this guy and you've, uh, your or people in your organization have obviously met with him for a long time uh, and, you know, been really dedicated to bringing him into the fold, pronounce the guy's name right, for God's sakes. Like, I, I don't care how much money you have or what your position is with an organization. It, it, it's the simplest thing. Pronounce the guy's name right. You know it's not Dubass. Or if you don't know how to pronounce it, I don't know. There's a lot of people in the comms department at the Penguins. I know. Like, I'm sure they told you it's Dubas. That was just a petty thing that really made me mad. But I don't want to make this too long of an episode. Just quick, fast reaction. I really like the outlook for the Penguins. I'm going to talk a lot more about this in the next episode coming up on uh, Monday. But very very quick reactions and another thing um that i really did want to mention beforehand is people did ask uh, dubis about you know how things ended with toronto and the words he used was uh he was a little too honest uh, about you know at the press conference where he you know said it would be there or nowhere else um but he said it's in the past and he's not too concerned about it so he's coming here with a clean slate in my opinion there, I was going to go through some of the trades and signings that he did, but that's going to take too long. I just wanted this to be an instant reaction, you know, quick episode to discuss Kyle Dubas becoming the president of hockey ops for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Only the second uh, person in organization, organization history to have that, um, the moniker, that title, the first of which was Brian Burke for most of the, the um, franchise's history. It was just the general manager, but now uh, it, it was split in two after the Ron Hextall surge, because obviously they didn't trust Ron Hextall to do it by himself. Um, but yeah, very, very impressive. I think uh, he did a really, really good job at this press conference, and I'm not just saying that because I wanted him to get the job. I think legitimately, I think he turned a lot of naysayers into believers. He he really wants to uh, win this, uh, the Stanley Cup here with this team. He believes in the core and, you know, they're not going anywhere. He's not going to move them. They're, they're going to be here forever. And they're, he, whether they win or not, it's going to be with those guys on the, uh, on the roster. Kyle Dubas knows, knows that. And he's going to br- uh, get a, you know, bring a breath of fresh air to this organization. And you can already tell just by the charisma he had and 
how articulate he was, that things are on the up for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I do honestly believe that um, this is a great hire. He's a great person, it seems like. And I'm sure the pe- the people that are you know closest and work at the Penguins are happy to have someone like him to uh, work under. That's all. I wanted to keep it quick and short. Kyle Dubas, president of Hockey Ops of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ah, doesn't that sound good? I love that. It's fantastic. But anyways, I'm going to leave that one there. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back Monday with a full-length episode. Until then, Dubas. Dubas.